Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I review A Star is Born. Finally, we also have some celeb talk. Aunt Becky's in jail and J-Lo is engaged. Also, Paula hates Kate Upton's boobs. This and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'm going to shoot you, and I don't even have a gun. I'll find one. Paula? Why is there a picture of me suckling your boob? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 353. Oh, we are sisters to podcasts. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it sounds so natural, too. <laughs> it does. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. I am Jamie with my sister Paula. And <laughs> what? Sound like Kathleen Turner. Shut up. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <clears throat> I am improving, believe it or not. And I am literally incubating myself at home, uh, resting and t- drinking tea and doing everything I can because I have a hair appointment tomorrow and I refuse to cancel it. So, well, yeah, just go with one of those uh, masks. I told Daryl that I said, I'm bringing the bird flu mask. I'm going to just put it on and sit there and say, don't worry about me. Actually, I'm not contagious. But I mean, for the decency of others, you don't want to sneeze or cough on them. That's just gross. (laughs) Well, I'm not sneezing or coughing anymore unless I blow my nose and then I do a cough. But other than that, it's just it's more annoying than anything. If I still sound like this on Thursday, I will call the doctor and have him check for a sinus infection. But when I blow my nose, everything is clear as day so Mm -hmm. i'm i don't think i do but i do i am tired tired of sounding like i have water up my nose well you still sound very congested i know and it's annoying because i don't feel bad but i always get you know anxiety like she said she felt great and then she woke up and she was dead (laughs) you know what i mean like i don't want this to be like some kind of respite and then suddenly i wake up and i've got pneumonia so i will uh, definitely keep that in mind after your hair appointment Oh, my. That's my hair appointment confirming. (laughs) Sorry, Alex. I can't pick it up. But yeah, they're calling to confirm my appointment for tomorrow. How exciting. I know it is exciting. Okay. Enough dilly dallying. I saw The Star is Born. Okay. Did you rent it? Yes. I was, you know, I just don't have enough alone time. That's my problem. I would have to rent it, but it'd have to be like after everyone's gone to bed and it'd be like 2 a.m., Right. Well, obviously, because I'm not able, I wasn't able to literally go anywhere. Daryl's like, we should watch some movies. And so uh, A Star is Born was one of the options. Right. And I said, all right, I want to see it. I want to see it. You know, I, I wanted to see it with you or Stephanie. Yeah. But that's, it's apparently impossible. Right. So we rented it. And I'm not kidding. 10 minutes into the movie, Daryl and I looked at you, looked at each other and I said, why did Bradley Cooper not win an Oscar for this? Really? He is so amazing in this movie. And here's wow. the thing. I have seen Bradley Cooper in everything he's done, including his little a- appearance in Sex and the City back in the day when nobody knew who he was. He was in Sex and the City? Yes. Do you remember the episode where she was late for her photo shoot and she was on the cover of New York Magazine and she looked like hell? And oh, she was she super was sing- embarrassed. She was single in the city. 
Yes. So she had to prove to herself that she wasn't a hot mess. And so Bradley Cooper's the guy that she picked up on in the bar. And they were going to go back to his place. They stopped to get cigarettes. And he comes out. He goes, hey, is this you? And he shows her the magazine. And she's like, all right, I'm going home. And he goes, no, no, no. I, I think it's amazing. He's like, she's like, bye. And she walked out. <laughs> that sounds like step, something Stephanie would do. Yeah, she just had left him. She's like, nope, you know, and because she was embarrassed by the photo, obviously. So he was in that. Anyway, here's I, the problem. I don't remember him, that being him. That's so weird. It probably was his first role of anything ever. Like it was a that big long deal ago. thing. Okay. Yeah, it was before 9-11. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Oh, right. Yeah. My problem with Bradley Cooper is this. I'm in love with him. He's so <laughs> cute. Okay. So right. everything I've ever, like when I watched The Hangover, which is one of the best movies, best comedy movies oh, that's right. in the he's, recent memory. He's, he's got that long hair. Paula, he's so good looking. And so when I watch The Hangover, I can't, I'm so distracted with how attracted I am to him that I struggle to watch what he does acting wise. (laughs) So A Star Is Born comes on and I'm watching it and it opens up with him playing on stage. He's Uh he's a musician. Mm -hmm. And within 10 minutes, I am not distracted with how cute he is. He is legit immersed in this character he looks like Bradley Cooper, but not really. So he's transformed himself. Completely. That's really hard to do. No shit. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, I am not distracted at all by the fact that this is Bradley Cooper for me. I mean, I know others probably aren't as attracted to him as I am, but for me, I'm not distracted by how attractive. And then there is a scene, obviously, if you know the the story of A Star is Born, which has been remade like three times... The, the the main character, the male character, is an addict or an alcoholic or something mm-hmm. in the movie. That's the layout of this story. He is obviously an alcoholic and a drug addict. But when, there are time periods in the movie where he's sober. Oh. When he's sober, he looks exactly like Bradley Cooper. Oh, wow. When he's not, he's completely transformed. The first time he appeared sober in the film, I went, oh, my God. He looks like Bradley Cooper. It was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And I said, this dude should have won the Oscar for Best Actor. Wow. This was absolutely the best transformation for a guy who is notoriously good looking. And everybody just sees his bright blue eyes and him smiling in movies. He immersed himself in this film. Now, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yes, she can sing, but had no business getting a a Best Actress nomination nod yeah okay no not at all i mean she was obviously very good but she sang almost everything and then there were a couple of scenes that she did that were natural but nothing that would indicate that she should have gotten a nomination for it she was good though i mean she wasn't like terrible and also i did not see the chemistry everybody else is talking about That's because it happened behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) There was more chemistry on stage at the Oscars than in the movie. I never got the impression that they had intimacy. None. It was very Mm -hmm. unusual. I was so and I was surprised because I kept expecting to think that it would be like, oh, they were obviously a couple, you know, whatever. No, it was it was like two people faking it because he has an addiction and she's naive but I never saw I never saw what everybody said they saw. It was so strange. I didn't cry at the end. Not at all. Right. But I also know the story 
because the story's been told a few times in Hollywood. So, I mean, I knew what I knew the ending before I even started watching it. So that might have been why. And I kept comparing her to Barbara Streisand. You can't. I know. She sings amazing, though. No, Paula, she's so amazing, talented-wise. Like, singing and all of that, was it was incredible. incredible. In fact, the onstage stuff was awesome. Well, that's where she shines. I mean, yes. she's a performer. There was one sex scene, no nudity. So, I mean, I'm like, there was one sex scene, and it was like a bunch of shadows. You couldn't even see anything. They probably so. had their clothes on. God, that sucks. She was topless a couple of times, but it was nothing, you know, outrageous. You could see her boobs? Yeah. Really? They're good. They're good boobs. Well, of course they are. She's like 29. <laughs> yeah, she she's very pretty. And she hasn't had any kids. I know. And she's tiny, you know, obviously. But that part was good. And then Sam Elliott got an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. And I really can't see why. He, he had really? like eight words. Yeah, he had like eight lines. Maybe but they I, were just scratching from the bottom of the barrel. Or maybe the maybe. Oscars are just succumbing to, you know, popularity. <laughs> I don't know. Daryl and I, after, at the end of it, we were both really surprised that Bradley Cooper did not get Best Actor. Director, I mean, I don't know how that works, you know. But I mean, as far as acting goes, he certainly should have gotten it. So I'm not diminishing anybody else's performance, but... Bradley Cooper's performance was completely, it, it completely changed my look, my viewpoint on him. He's no longer just attractive. He's an amazing actor. Well, good. I mean, maybe this will launch him to a whole new level. I, I mean. hope so. I really do. And, you know, now watching it, I'm like, you people are full of shit. I saw no chemistry that would make anyone believe that these people were fucking. I mean, really. I think all the chemistry we saw after the fact was yes. all we needed to know. Yes. About now, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. probably transpired during the filming. I'm telling you, that Oscar scene. Oh, my God. That was more than I. <laughs> yes. Like, he might as well have had her hand, his hand up her skirt. I <laughs> just it saying. was That was more intimacy than I saw in that entire two hour movie. Like, if you open the dictionary and look up the word intimacy, that whole Oscars piano singing part would have been like in there. It was just. Which is, you know, sad to say, but I'm just like, I don't even think I've ever been that intimate with someone. <laughs> okay, so kind of changing the subject, not really, but there, uh, some friends of ours got married. It's been, gosh, six years, seven, maybe eight years they've been married. And uh, it was Josh and Alicia. And yeah. they had their wedding up in Lake Tahoe in Heavenly. And yeah. there's this, it's a beautiful log cabin-y kind of place where they got married and there was dancing. There's a picture of Daryl and I dancing. And Daryl is kind of holding me in a certain way and the view it's ridiculously like the cover of a romance novel i'm shocked because usually you hate pictures of yourself especially when when you weren't a willing party it was from behind so oh! you saw so you saw my actually from behind i actually look really good in a dress because i have a small waist and a big butt and so it looked really nice but you could see daryl's face and <laughs> They're like, that is literally the epitome of love right there. Like, it was so apparent this man is completely in, in love with his wife. I thought it was really sweet. It's a really great picture of Daryl, of obviously, and me. I mean, I'm there, but. Yeah. That, so I've seen it, but 
the one but the oscars definitely it was obvious yes so it was a very good movie well good a teeny bit long but nothing oh really yeah because there was a lot of live stage music performing and so i think that's why it was long there is a scene the grammys scene is shocking and so i'm not going to spoil it because i know you'll see it okay but it I was I was like, God, I'm uncomfortable and this isn't even real. <laughs> you know, it was like really hard to watch. But uh yeah, it's really good. And there was a scene that actually almost made me cry. Uh he goes to rehab and Aww. he's apologizing to her for what he did at the Grammys and she's completely stone faced. She's like, It's okay, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. And he is weeping. I mean sobbing. And I just start, I was just like, (laughs) like, he's so sorry. Okay, so let's move on to some celeb news. Yes. Um, I woke up this morning a little late, but what I read was that Aunt Becky from Full House has a warrant out for her arrest. As does uh, Felicity uh, Huffman. Yes. Yes. They. uh, Felicity Huffman is actually in custody as we speak. Lori Laughlin is in Canada filming and so she is aware that she once she enters the United States she will be arrested. And these are federal charges. These aren't like misdemeanors, man. These are serious serious crimes. So this is because they were contributing to a, a <clears throat> private university that was doing no, no, something no. with money or what no, is it? I will tell you. Okay. Federal prosecutors are charged, they've charged 50 people, including Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, in the largest college admissions cheating scam ever prosecuted in the United States. Okay. The operation, dubbed Varsity Blues, uncovered 33 parents described by uh, the U.S. attorney as a catalog of wealth and privilege who collectively paid $25 million to a college admissions counselor named William Singer, who pled guilty and agreed to cooperate in an investigation into what they call the widening corruption of elite college admissions. In exchange for money, Aunt Becky bribed college officials, coaches, and college entrance exam administrators who then helped their students secure admissions not on their marriage but through fraud. So what students of her, like her kids? Her or? daughter or, or whoever, yes. And she's married to the guy who, uh, who creates Mossimo. You oh. know the brand, Mossimo? So she's not hurting for money, okay. Well, I think she probably is. Okay, so here's one. In one instance, highlighted by federal prosecutors, it is alleged that the head women's soccer coach at Yale was paid $400,000 to accept a student even though they did not play soccer. The parents of that student had allegedly paid Singer $1.2 million to to get their kids into these schools. What does that have to do with the soccer? To put them on the soccer team? No, it's a lie. They weren't going to play soccer. They were just putting them there to say that's why they were accepting them into the school. Oh, because they they were a soccer person. I got what you're saying. Felicity Huffman, who's married to William H. Macy, made a purportable charitable contribution of 15 grand to participate in the college entrance exam cheating scheme on behalf of her oldest daughter. She made arrangements to pursue the scheme for a second time for her younger daughter, but changed her mind. Wow. Macy is not charged or named in court documents. Oh, that's because the moms do everything. Of course. So he he has nothing to say. (laughs) He's like, what? What'd you do? What did you do? Aunt Becky and her husband agreed to pay bribes totaling $500,000 in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits for the USC crew team, despite the fact that they do not participate in crew, thereby facilitating their admission to USC. 
Oh, and her husband is also under arrest. Oh, okay, good. Because initially they just said that she was the one under arrest. U.S. So both the parents. University of Southern California. Is that a, that's not even an Ivy League college? No, but it's a it's a school that they probably wanted them to go to. I know, but that's stupid. Why well, would you pay five hundred thousand dollars to go to a school that she probably could have just tried her luck at anyway? I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. That's dumb. Well, maybe they're dumb kids. I mean, probably, and they're probably going to get bad grades and maybe flunk out anyway. But I mean, unless they can bribe the teachers, I guess. But well, it sounds like they did. I mean, think about when those people are on TV and they go, "So, how's your family?" Well, our two daughters are at USC. Yes, yes, with all the applause and everything. Or Felicity Huffman saying, "Well, our daughter's in Yale." Applause, applause. You yeah, know. and she got into Yale for fifteen thousand. I'm just saying, I, you know, I know, right? She got Somebody a deal. negotiated better. <laughs> Clearly, well, maybe her kids aren't Lori Laughlin's kids aren't that smart because you know their mom's not that smart. If she paid five hundred thousand for USC, <laughs> no shit. So it was funny. I woke up to this. I'm all Aunt Becky's in jail. I know. I I but, did read that this morning, but mm-hmm. I didn't quite understand what was going on. And to be honest, I didn't really care. But I mean, no one. I mean, honestly, no one truly. It's a. I mean, legit. It's a white collar crime. Legit. It's they're going to be out. They're going to be bailed out today, and then it'll it'll be three or four years before anything happens. Well, and the the thing is, if you really look at it, the reason the FBI is involved is because all universities, for the most part, are funded by the federal government. They get some sort of federal dollars. Exactly. This start, by the way, just so everybody is clear. I mean, you too. They started this investigation in 2011, way before Trump. So this is not a way to get back at the liberals or anything. Oh, yeah. No, I'm way before. Yeah. So, well, obviously, because I mean, those two ladies, they're old, you know, well, they're they're in their, their kids are probably like married <laughs> with kids. They're so. like, remember that time I went to Yale and I met my Ivy League husband and I didn't even graduate <laughs> $15,000 and I met a millionaire that I'm set for life now. Listen. I will do almost anything for my children, but I, I mean, college is not worth it. That is not worth it. That oh, is ridiculous. That's... There's nothing wrong with going to junior college first. You know what I mean? Well, and the other thing is if you can afford the tuition, just apply, you know, I mean. If you do not have the smarts or the education or the ability to get into Yale on your own accord, then you don't belong there anyway. Right. I don't think that's cool at all. I mean, what makes you think you're going to succeed even if you pay your way in? Like, you know, right. Bribing your way in. You're probably going to flunk out. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? There's a reason why it's impossible to get into those places. True. I mean, it's true. There are like I I know someone uh, Tyler went to school with. He is Hispanic. Mm -hmm. He got into Harvard. Yeah. Obviously, first of all. He was like a 4.6 student. He was in student government. He was an athlete. I mean, he checked all the boxes. Right. He worked really, really hard to be there, to graduate from there. And of course, it it made his life amazing. But he worked so fucking hard. And so did his parents, by the way. Yeah. And then to hear somebody like Aunt Becky write a half a million dollar check to get their loser kid in under the guise of being an athlete is offensive. Yeah. And on that level, I find it offensive. Sure. Because because I know people who have worked really hard their whole life to get that education. And then to just think they can, you can write a check. 
mm-hmm. and get your kids who are dumb as bricks in is annoying. Well, then they definitely do deserve to be punished. So. I think they do. I mean, it may not be, you know, they may not have killed, you know, may have not killed someone. But right. what if they prevented someone else from entering? Because But they, I mean, if she had two daughters, let's say that did it or one daughter, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. they obviously took the spot of someone else. That's so. what I mean. That's exactly what I was going to say is that some other well-deserving kid who couldn't have a wing named after them. Yeah. Ended up going to, you know, San Diego State or something. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I thought it was interesting and how hilarious and not surprising. And I would expect that there would have been more famous people. But I don't know. know. Maybe, you know, maybe <clears throat> celebs have some integrity, you know, on, on certain <laughs> things, you know. You're hilarious. On certain yeah. things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> some, some do. Or they just don't think college is so important that they're going to risk breaking federal law to do it. There's that. Or maybe they just don't have the wherewithal to even think about it. I don't know. They're like, college? You want to go to college? Yes, I want to be a doctor. Don't you want to be a thespian like the rest of us? (laughs) No! So anyway, speaking of, J-Lo is getting married. So this will be her third time? No, this is like her fifth. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. She was married when she was super young and then she was married to Chris Judd, Mark Anthony, one other guy. So this is five. One other guy? I thought this was Uh I thought A-Rod was the one other guy. No, 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 no. He, yeah, he is the, he's the current guy. He's, he's fifth. She didn't marry Casper. No, 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 no. It's not Casper. She was married twice when she was barely famous. Okay. Chris Judd is, was her second marriage and he was the one that was kind of a dick he was the dancer then, right he was a dancer they were only married for like a, oh she married a chef was that the first one yes no third because that's when she opened a restaurant with him she's like the latin list taylor i love her though i don't give a i don't care well i mean look at her for god's sake she's amazing yes yeah, so she's engaged to a rod and it was funny because i was glad someone did it because you can find anything on the internet. Someone compared all of her engagement rings for me. <laughs> so I didn't have to go searching for it. Have they all upgraded? Significantly. <laughs> yes. But she has a specific style. She oh. likes the emerald cut oh, rings. Okay. Okay. Solitaire. Or not solitaire. But you know, there's the single stone. Yes. She likes the emerald cut, which is the rectangle. Yeah. She's had two Harry Winstons in her life. Nice. Ben Affleck and then I believe Mark Anthony gave her the Harry Winston. Yeah, but Ben Affleck gave her the stupid pink one. I know, but she probably wanted it. God, they're so ugly. I I just don't like fancy cut diamonds. I just right. And fancy so, cut is any colored cut diamond. So right. Those are so, like the yellows and the pinks and the mm-hmm. no. This one's I believe whatever. that her current one is nice and white. Oh, it's it's oh, it's, <laughs> it's crystal clear. I took yes. a very good look at it. <laughs> yes, her very first wedding ring. When she was married as a very young girl, young lady, gold band. Oh, God. And I know. And it was a thick gold band and then, you know, a cluster of diamonds. It was not. It was like the first engagement ring I ever picked out. Not good. Mm-hmm. Then she started moving to solitaires. But like, I think the next one was like a teardrop solitaire. Okay. Small, though. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the more famous she became, the more successful, I should say, she became, the larger the rings became. I would and think. And so, now this current ring, I don't know the the weight of it, but I know it was a million dollars. Well, I mean, it's big. It's not Kardashian big, like Kim Kardashian no. big. I would say it's a good 15 to 17 carats, if I had to guess. Really? You think it's that big? It's pretty big. It takes up just uh. about her, almost to her knuckle. Ah. Uh. 
we'll have to look it up. I'm curious now. I mean, with the exception of A-Rod, I mean, do you think that she didn't have a hand in purchasing and selecting the rings that she's been wearing? Well, I mean, I'm sure they've discussed it. And I'm sure she has a personal assistant that, you know, went shopping with them or something or a family member. I mean, right. You know, there's plenty of ways to disseminate this information. I mean, even within a just a basic family, you know, I'm right. sure the message could get across of what someone likes. I just don't get the impression that she leaves anything to chance. I don't think she was. she's one of those people who is suddenly surprised by a proposal and has no concept of what that ring is going to look like when it comes out. So do you think <laughs> that she almost like um, registers with each of the major? I think that she says, hey, we've been together for a couple of years now. Marriage is on the table. We've discussed it at, at length because, I mean, there's a lot of paperwork to go through when you're that successful mm-hmm. and there's that much wealth and companies and all of that stuff. And he's no slouch either, by the way. Oh, no. I mean, not he's at a crap ton. Like, he's a real estate guy. So, I mean, well, not I mean, to not mention, to mention he was a ridiculous, famous baseball player for ever. Right. I'm sure there's been a lot of pre discussion for the romantic you know, gesture occurs. So my guess is that as, as much as we would love to think that he just showed up at the mall and bought a ring, I'm pretty sure that's not (laughs) what happened. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of discussion about what this ring was going to look like. And Hey, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. (laughs) I mean, she's got to wear it for however long the marriage lasts. I know. I mean, part of me wants to believe that, you know, they pick the perfect ring, of course. But then the other part of me, (laughs) the realistic part of me is like, look, I want what I want. So yeah, don't don't make me return it. Okay. (sighs) Just get it right the first time. And here are the dimensions. Here's the the minimum size requirement. Yeah, you just I mean, really write it on a piece of paper. It's easy. Sketch it it out. This is these (laughs) are the parameters. Start here. Nothing below a VV1. <laughs> nothing below a color D. You right. know, nothing below size, you know, 2.0. And just just understand, I who I remember, I'm JLo. I have to wear this thing everywhere. <laughs> it can't be a joke, okay? I just want it to sparkle from across the room. And I want everyone to go, oh my God, yes. And when it's dirty, exactly. I still want it to look clear. So. And the other thing is for me is, and I'm such a fan of JLo, that I want to believe that this is it for her. Like, this is the one. She's met her man. You know, I want it to be legit. I want this to be the real deal. Well, she's no spring chicken. I mean, although she's beautiful, she's uh, still 50. So I never felt this way about any of her other men. Like when she married Mark Anthony, I'm like, why did she do that? Like that seemed not right to me. I really thought actually Mark Anthony was the one. No, I never thought so. He, she was way, she was way too much woman for him. He has, he has small man's ego and he's Latin on top of it. Yeah, that's that was true. never gonna work. Yeah, she kind of is into guys that treat her, treat her like shit. So I don't think this guy does. I feel like she kind of wags the dog on this one. Maybe the reason is, is when they met or when they started dating, he wasn't exactly in a good place. You know, he had a bad reputation. He was, you know, there was the steroid thing and he was kind of, you know, was fucking anything that walked. You know, he was kind of a he had yeah, he was kind he, of a loser. Well, he went through so, like a blonde phase. Like he was yes, into he, a bunch of blondes. Uh Kate Hudson for a long time. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. So I mean, I just think that she picked him up and cleaned him off and this is what happens when you have a good woman 
back behind you, helping you how to become a better version of yourself. And he was more than willing. And now his kids are around and, yes. you know, it's just. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I just feel like he's, they're just Latin enough to, if for it to be hot and sexy, but he doesn't have that ego that a lot of Latin men have where they're just, they're super domineering and they have their idea of what, but you know, Mark Anthony, you know, he got her pregnant and that is. Well, she got her twins from him. So. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so tell me about Kate Upton. Why are you so offended? It's not her specifically. I mean, okay, I was on people.com the other day and I was scrolling through, of course, as usual. Mm -hmm. And then I scroll down to a picture and it's Kate Upton and she's got her shirt past her shoulder, of course, and there's a baby attached to her breast. Okay. Now, I know she just had a baby not that long ago. And it says Kate Upton, something, something, breastfeeding, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like okay, why is it a trend now for every fucking celebrity to take a picture of themselves fucking breastfeeding their child? Why? Why Why do you have to take a picture of yourself doing it? Like, I don't I, know. I know it's natural. I know yeah. some people think, I, I don't know why they think it's beautiful. I mean, is it beautiful when I eat a slice of pizza? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I... I don't get it, you know? I mean, yes, babies are cute, and I I appreciate that you're bonding and all those things, but that's between you and your baby. The rest Mm. of the world doesn't give a fuck, you know? I don't know why people puts it on there. You know what? I'm totally with you. I don't understand, because I told Daryl... Uh, that we were going to talk about this today. And I said, it's weird because it's like, I love Kate Upton. I'm a huge fan. I'm with you. Breastfeeding is natural. It's a beautiful thing. It's an intimate thing that you do with your baby. And I've even heard uh, husbands find it incredibly loving and moving to see their their wife or their the mother of their children feeding their children. Like it's a really, it can be a, a spiritual movement. Like it really can change a perception of a woman who are these people? But to but to take a picture of it and put it on the internet. I mean, think about when that baby, whatever they named their baby, Jade or whatever it is, mm-hmm. when that baby's 15 and they go on their parents' Instagram or photos, because those things never die. Of course and they're they like, don't. Mom, I never wanted to see your breasts. Like, seriously? Like, you know, what Mom, the why is there a picture of me suckling your boob? In fact, <laughs> you realize my, my friends see that? When I tell the kids now and I, I tease them with it, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, I breastfed both of you. And Ryan's like, oh, my God, mom. <laughs> and he freaks out. Well, yeah. Because he doesn't, you know, I mean, the thought of like <laughs> being latched to me <laughs> by my boob. <laughs> I mean, he just is mortified. But it's not just her. It seems like every time a freaking celebrity has a baby, they're always taking yes. a picture of themselves breastfeeding. <laughs> I know. And this is the latest trend. Did you? Did I tag you in Paula, the post? don't even say it. <laughs> I saw the picture. No, the video <laughs> of the lady doing yoga. Naked yoga and her two-year-old is sipping on her nip. That was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. I'm like, what are we doing? I couldn't remember if I tagged you or not because I, I never heard anything. Because I was so shocked. <laughs> It takes a lot to shock the hell out of me, let me tell you. But well, the I'm first like, time I saw it, and I'm like, what? Well, why? Why? Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, this is like borderline inappropriate. I borderline? Just, 
I don't know. This is free love times two. It's just like the 60s. Pot and free love and, you know, live your truth and, you know, open your mind and accept everything and nature and organic and, you know, all that stuff was huge in the 60s and 70s. And then there's the opposite. It's like, yeah, well, I'm in tech and I'm making a million dollars a year. So enjoy your enjoy your hippie shit. I'm over here with the highest of technologies and enjoying my life over here. And I'm like, going to have this, a heart attack when I'm 60 or When I'm 40, 50. Or exactly. I'm going to be Luke Perry and have a stroke when I'm 53 right. or something. There's this hard separation between people who are trying to get back into nature and people who are really embracing the technology and the culture of tech. And to me, it's the same as it was back in the 70s. Now, obviously, I was not born then, but I've right. seen our parents were. And our mother, whether we want to admit it or not, as conservative as she is, was a full-blown hippie. Really? Full-blown. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, she may not have smoked pot and wore headbands, <laughs> but she was all about organic and nature. We weren't allowed to have any toys that weren't educational. You know, television was banned. And the only reason we ever watched TV is because of our dad. You That's know, we true. had to go outside. You know, our popsicles were not... <laughs> they were not otter pops. They had the seeds in them. We had fresh fruit juice popsicles that she made. Like oh, those that's are horrible. I hated those things. Carob chocolate. I thought chocolate was terrible until I actually had a Hershey bar. <laughs> like I thought only carob was the only chocolate in existence. You know, know. so it's like, why was mom cruel from such a young age? She wasn't cruel. She was a hippie. And it's the same thing now. Now there's this new generation and it's a it's a new version of the hippie and the and the straight lace people. And it's tech and organic. It's like it's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing. So I watch all of this and I'm like, we even have a Nixon in office, for God's sake. I mean, it's the same. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, I kind of laugh a little. And of course, mom is just like, you know, I really thought we put all this to bed 30, <laughs> 40 years ago. Like, I mean, oh, my God. Now it makes her uncomfortable. Well, she's not. It's not that she's uncomfortable. She's just like, you know, essentially marched in the streets and, you know, worked for this. Why are we doing this again? Like, why is this happening? I thought we put all this to rest. It's true. No one cares. Okay, so we'll have to talk about catchphrases next time because we're out, we're out of time. And I want to give you some ugly and awkward moments of the week, a celeb edition. Yes. Uh, these are super funny. So here's some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Here's the first one. This one made me laugh because it sounds like something that would happen to me as well. My dog Queenie, when I heard someone ask if I'd like the neighborhood, I looked around and didn't see anyone. So I looked up and I saw Val Kilmer standing on the second floor balcony of the house next to my building. I did the opposite of playing it cool and slid my sunglasses down my nose as my mouth fell open. And he said, oh, my God. He tried to flirt with me for a minute while my dog barked incessantly at him. And then, like, I went Shut to- up! <laughs> then I went to work and talked about my Val Kilmer encounter for two weeks. Oh, my God. I would have. I don't know what I would have done. I'd be like, I love the neighborhood. Why? <laughs> What's I'm like, up? It's great. I'm like, there's a really nice coffee shop up the street. Would you like to go? <laughs> right. And I'd be like, Queenie, shut up. Just shut up. I'd be like, here, get, get, off leash. get out of here. I don't ever want to see you again. <laughs> yeah. This isn't my dog. I don't even know whose dog this is. Who, what are you? Get out of here. Yeah. I work for care.com, but I don't even care anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 
So this one made me, I have too many ones because they're kind of short because celebrity encounters are very brief usually. They're not long like this Val Kilmer one. Mostly it's like- They're very unsuspecting. You run into someone and you say or do something dumb and then they walk away because they're on their way somewhere. That's usually how this works. So these two are really funny. Yes. I met The Rock once Mm -hmm. and that would be amazing by the way. That would be hard to miss because he's very large. Based on this, this seems like uh, this was a planned event or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Like a a meet and greet or something. Or something. Yeah. She's like, I met the rock once and managed to forget a whole monologue I had planned and ended up saying, yo, rock, you bald. (laughs) What? (laughs) And she's like, so yeah. Can you imagine having this whole thing planned out? You walk around, you rock, you're bald. No. <laughs> then walking away. No, that's the worst um, thing you can do is try and plan something to say because it's going to come out right? all wrong. Well, obviously. It or just, it comes out as you're bald. I'm surprised it didn't come out as your balls or something like that. <laughs> no kidding. Knowing me, it would have. <laughs> so. Yes. No kidding. All right. And here's the final one. I met Prince William at a nightclub several years ago. After a few vodkas, I built up the false confidence to say hi. But instead of saying hi, I panicked and said, your grandma is on my money. (laughs) That's really quite different from hi. Right? Uh, I wonder if he was with Kate because they used to go nightclubbing all the time. Probably. Pre-kids before she was mouthwatering and puking for nine months at a time. God, how her life has changed. Hey, she's going to be the queen mother, man. I wonder if she's Not resentful at all. No, I wouldn't be. You she's... think she likes her life then? Well, first of all, I think she really loves William. Yes. And she, I think she absolutely adores her children, even though they give her a lot of shit. I mean, mm. how many pictures do we have to see of her with her ma- mom mouth going, <laughs> listen to me? With her arm grabbing someone's, you know, upper upper bicep. <laughs> grabbing their you know, $2,000 wool coat. <laughs> Going straighten up. <laughs> God, I know. She does that all the time. Her kids must be brats. I feel bad. Well, they are. They're spoiled little children. But, but I mean, listen, I mean, we just forget how unruly children are when they're that little. I mean, they are unruly. They don't, they don't care about any kind of anything. She has three of them. She does. She has two boys and a little girl now. Anyway, so I, those are I the celeb no encounters. Yeah. And uh, I don't really have any. I can't. The only one I remember is I met Janie Lane from Warrant. Oh, from and he Warrant. Was, he was completely <laughs> hammered. And of course, Stephanie immediately accosted his penis. Yeah, she grabbed his she balls. Immediately. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, what is, who are you? Is and it weird just, to know now that he's dead? I think it's sad. I, you know, I did a deep dive on him because I was curious what kind of person he was. He was actually an incredibly accomplished musician. His whole family. His voice is so good. His was. Whole, yes. His whole family are accomplished musicians. And he was a, like a prodigy drummer when he was 10. Wow. He was like really, really talented. And so he was also a, a songwriter, mostly. He did, he wrote all the songs mm-hmm. for Warrant. But even when they broke up and they were doing kind of like the, you know, the vintage reboot tour or whatever. Yeah. He was writing new songs then. Wow. So I wonder where it went wrong. He just got addicted to drugs. Is that what it was? It was alcohol. He killed himself, not oh, suicide, but he... Alcohol It was poisoning? alcohol. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's so sad. Really sad. He was married to Bobby Brown. Remember that hot chick in Cherry Pie? The blonde girl? Yeah. Wow. They got married. They met on that shoot, got married, had a baby. 
and like divorced almost immediately well yeah okay here's the thing um and then we have to close i was watching the voice last night okay and i do like the voice a lot I'm not really impressed with any of the singers so far. Like, nobody's really stood out to me as being amazing. Yeah. But of course, they always have the stereotypical country singer who comes out with his big old gut and Mm -hmm. his, you know, Wranglers and his cowboy boots and his button-up shirt and his cowboy hat and his beard. And he's singing. And, you know, I'm not saying he didn't have a good voice. He does have a good voice. But it's, like, so stereotypical. And he's from, you know, butt scratch Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like, and he's singing away. And you know, they're all singing for Blake, you know, because he's yes. the only one that would ever in a million years pick up somebody like this. Right. And I'm watching it and I'm like, you know what? I am so over the the over the belt gut cowboy look. <laughs> like I've had so much of that in my life. I just, I, it repulses me now. The idea of it just makes me want to <laughs> gag. Yeah. I can't, Paula. No, I've I'm not saying it. Standing I'm not there saying with their it's not Budweiser in their hand, and I just after I doing can't. their shot of whiskey at the bar, I can't. It's like I I dated somebody like that for a really long time, and it's like I by the end of it, I'm like, if I have to look at your disgusting hairy <laughs> belly again, I'm gonna shoot you. And I don't even have a gun. I'll find one. It's just so uh, I know I'm somebody so here over it. And carries. <laughs> God, I'm so over it. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, and so when I see it on TV, I'm like, ew, I, I don't know. care if you sing a song. It's just, I'm over it. I and Terrell's like, Terrell's like, wow, you have a lot of opinions. I'm like, you know, if you dated someone who looked like that, you would have a lot of opinions. Okay. The country lifestyle is not for everyone. It's not for me. And it That's wears sure. on you. It definitely wears hey, on you. There's a lot of hot guys out there who are into the cowboy culture who don't look like that, by the way. They work their asses off. But they're young, Jamie. They are so really, what? really young. Hey, I saw Sam Elliott. He's cute and he's old as hell. Yeah, that's true. But he's and like he's the a tall drink of water. He is the exception to the rules. And his penis is probably so fucking wrinkled. You don't like know. An ironing board to straighten that thing out. You don't know his life. He's hot, especially when he lets his hair grow. <laughs> Well, we're way over, so we yes, need we to are. say goodbye. I need to get going because I have to help in the shower. Yes. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Happy hump day. Hopefully you are doing lots of pumping. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. St. Patrick's Day is coming up. So if you are in need of any kind of St. Patrick's Day attire, Amazon has some good things to pick from and you can select the prime button and it'll be here by Friday. So plenty of time for your parties on Sunday, wherever you're going or whatever you're doing. So please go to uglytruth.com, click on the Amazon button and then go to your St. Patrick's Day shopping. Otherwise, have a fabulous week. We will see you on Sunday. And you can listen to us while you party. I'm sure it will sound awesome and funny. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.